Hey listeners, Ginger here, and just wanted to drop a quick reminder that we have a wonderful merch store powered by Slaker Merch. If you go to slakermerch.com slash collections slash ginger talks, you can find our wonderful merch. Whether you want stickers, a comfortable plush hoodie, or just a nice t-shirt, maybe it says a little golden tat on there, make sure you go check out the merch store. Thank you so much for all of your unending support, and we appreciate you. Now go get your merch. Confuse your friends and enjoy the episode. Welcome to the Ginger Talks Podcast with Ginger Snap 67 and Druid Knowledge. And now, here's Ginger. Hello, everybody. Sorry we're late. It's my fault. Hi. I'm the I'm the problem. It's me. Uh, <laughs> Hi guys, well, how's it going? You know, it happens. I'm allowed to be late once or twice. <laughs> I didn't want to say. <laughs> but I'm absolutely livid. <laughs> How the hell are you, man? I'm not too bad. How are you? Good. Besides uh, running crazy. Um, so I'll introduce this real quick. Um... We're doing a, a, a live mini podcast, and it's mini because, hi, I'm the problem, it's me. Uh, so, I guess, welcome to a live episode of the Ginger Talks podcast, where things just happen. Druid, it's, it's wonderful to see your face. I haven't seen your face in not a still photo in I don't know how long. I mean, like, hey, I'm Druid Knowledge, and <laughs> this is my crib. This is where the magic happens. <laughs> it's crazy to see your face likewise i mean in situ here we are conversing yeah it's normally it's just you know audio and we uh what people don't know during the live recording is you've got a new laptop why is the camera out there people and that's the benefit of being live, is that I'm going to have that rock star moment and be like, Yo, Twitch, how y'all fucking doing? <laughs> like, the motley crew in me is absolutely singing. Uh, and also just that kind of landmark moment in the new Druid Towers finally getting that, that piece online. Yeah. Here we go. No, dude, it's it's nice to see you uh, uh, see you again. You're in the new house. You know, you've been in the house for a while. Uh, new laptop. Like, it's sh- yeah, shit's happening, man. Shit's moving. Fuck yeah, dude. Get the fuck down. Come <laughs> on, wall dog it. <laughs> no, dude, it's it's awesome. Um listeners of the pod who did not catch this live will know that the missus was on uh, our previous episode. And uh, so it's, it's, it's nice to have a a little like one-on-one little catch up. Mm. Um, Mm. You know, know, and so for the viewers right now, it's the first dose of season four, but it's episode two. Mm Mm-hmm. 
So I know how it's a little bit confusing. But, you know, we're always working behind the scenes. We've got a team of people down there. Mm -hmm. uh, day and night, you know, how did they build the pyramids? That's what we say. We say on the backs of slaves. That's how the Ginger Talks podcast works. Uh, and that's how this house came together. Oh, my God. Uh, to be fair, uh, I pay Tim an undying love and affection, uh, but <laughs> not financially. <laughs> yeah, right. Fuck it. Soon. Uh, this is a subtle plug. Buy the merch. Join the Patreon. Mm. All new Patreon tiers and content. Uh, so join the uh, join the Patreon and, and get yeah. some fun new exclusive content. It's about to get a whole lot more spicy it's down on the like on the Patreon. Mm -hmm. I can't wait. Can't wait. I can't wait to listen to yours and Tim's show. Mm. Uh, Cause that's about to be, it's about to be pretty, uh, pretty freaking cool. I'm, I'm hyped for that. Uh, I was saying to Tim, I'm looking forward to doing something with like a slight modicum of structure. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, uh, yeah, makes a difference. I mean, like, we come out here, we converse, we do all the, you know, we play the nice that is, we converse, we we hit some hard topics, and but it, you know, this podcast is like a an organism. It's an organic piece of life. Mm hmm. Uh. I think Tim's going to be like regiment me a little bit. I'm a little bit scared. Yeah. So it, like if we take one thing away from what season four is going to be in like contrast to everything we've done before, maybe something with a bit more of a mission statement. And that's all thanks to, uh, you know, the production powerhouse. We're having meetings now, guys. Dude. If, if you listened to... Proud LeBlanc, and you're uh -huh. listening to us today. Hopefully, uh, what what you're thinking is like, whoa, here's like a streamlined product. Uh huh. It's coming at you fresh through the airwaves. You're learning, we're laughing, but we're all doing it in time. Yeah. And and now like meetings and like a schedule and like a calendar <laughs> and like who are yeah. we who, who is she like what is this <laughs> you know uh viewers at home have we sold out in the chat i want to see yes or no have we sold out i'm i'm curious uh yeah I'm, I'm, don't all come up at once right <laughs> right no i just it's it's crazy because the more structured certain things become in my life, the more chaotic other things become. Right. So like, as we try to like structure this, I was late today because I was doing, um, photography related things. 
and performers are really bad at uh at like in general just like straight answers direct to the point no it has to be chaotic tangents and i'm just like i have things to do huh so as as this has become more structured everything else in my life is just like it's like juggling chainsaws (laughs) well and but we'll say like structured Right. Right. We'll, we'll, uh, like mini me stab pumping laser <laughs> but um yeah but I, like also i like i lack sympathy and that's simply for the point that that's what you get when you surround yourself with jugglers and thieves and that's what you did today it did uh, it did <laughs> yeah. uh, i i this is my good side. Uh, I, 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 you've really not captured the best of my juggling right now. I need to tell you the the start of this interaction was crazy because I walked into where we were having our meeting and the local, one of the local brewers had done a, a Barbie photo booth at a beer festival mm-hmm. recently and set the, the photo booth up. And it, so it looked like a Barbie like box for the Barbie doll. And you're supposed to stand in it and take a picture. Oh my God. Hey. Um, well, I'm standing there talking and one of the other performers who's like in this group that I'm talking to is dressed up like Ken and he grabs a pink feather boa and just drapes it around my neck and flips the one end over my shoulder and looks at me with the straightest face possible and says, all right, punk Barbie, get in the box. Oh, no. So there's a picture of me from tonight that will be somewhere on the internet. I'm sure uh, of, of me in this pink Barbie box. You know what? Like, My head is in my hands, and the reason is, is because you realise that, like, have you seen the Barbie movie? No, I have not. So, it it does a lot of cool things. Right. uh, Sociologically. Uh, For men as well, I think that's why Ken is such a hit. But, like, oh my god, that story you've just told me (laughs) is telling me we're taking a major step backwards... Uh, in 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 uh, dressing up as Ken and assaulting people with a feather boa is is the new dressing up at the uh, like as the uh, the Joker Heath Ledger's Joker <laughs> <laughs> like at your local emo night. I love it. I love it though. Yeah. <laughs> So instead of like people licking their lips incessantly and going like, that, oh god, you wonder how they get these scars and that going, oh no, she, no, no thanks, I hate that. Yeah, do you see what I'm saying? <sighs> yeah, it's the new dressing up as the Joker at your local emo night, mm-hmm. which happened. God bless the people that did it, but that shit happened. The the Joaquin Phoenix Joker movie inspired mm. a brand new class of stand-up comedians who did three open mics and quit 
or did three open mics and thought they were the Joker. Oh, and I'm like, oh, no, please, please, no, please, 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 no. (laughs) Why? Why are we doing this? And that was about the time I stopped going to stand up. And I'm glad that I did because it got weird, man. It got real weird Mm. being one of the few females doing stand up. And then all of that happening, I was just like. No, thanks, dog. I'm, I'm good, really. I promise. <laughs> yeah, I used to love stand-up comedy, like, vehemently. But... I struggle with it now, man. Is, is anyone in this with me where we're just like, it's all trash? I, I don't... There's very few comedians right now that I really like. Apparently, Matt Reif, like, when you go see his set... Like, go see his show. It's not great. From comedians whose opinions that I trust. Mm. And I'm just like, uh, I'm not going to get, no. Like, I don't, uh, I don't want to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, well, <laughs> and this is why the world needs long-form talk projects like, like ours. Absolutely. Because <laughs> we allow a joke to ferment. We scree- we squeeze the conversational grapes with our bare feet. Mamma mia. Marron. Oh, I love this. I love when we get to do these. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, like, if you contact me... At three in the morning. This is about the long and the short of it. Yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. Um, so that's half the press. We, we've talked about Barbie. I did Barbenheimer. Oh, uh, did you? Yeah. Well, not in, in the same week, no not right. the same day. Um, Absolutely. My favorite thing about Barbenheimer is the fact that news outlets are now telling us that Logan Paul walked out of Oppenheimer because it was a load of people talking in a room. Oh, my God. Uh, Yeah, fantastic. So, uh, you know, as someone that is an educator, like, I see people you know, period one on a Monday that tell me that they can't concentrate on uh, two uh, paragraphs of literature, uh, but they are drinking a prime. Right. That's nice coming up. And then maybe if you'd put the, put the prime down, you could have listened to what those men in those rooms were saying to each other. Um, yeah, I did Barbenheimer... Oppenheimer was the better movie, but Barbie was so much more fun. I see. I feel like that would be like, that's the case because I feel like Oppenheimer is, I've never, I haven't seen either of them, but from what I've gathered, Oppenheimer is just really good storytelling from, from what I gather. Well, whatever that means, right? Right. Conveying the the feeling and the story of what happened. Uh, Granted, Mm. like I said, I'm I'm speaking out of my ass. I'm speaking from what people have said. (laughs) 
that it was a good movie. It had good like character development. It had all the things in it that that would make people standing in a room uh, a movie about people standing in a room actually good. Like yeah, yeah. Where uh, well, carry on. Well, where Barbie is more of just like a it's another like somebody kind of compared it to like a grown up toy story teaching you about like the differences of people in the world and like being your authentic self and stuff like that. It had good messages while being fun. I think like the biggest thing that hindered it was how at points, how on the nose it was in its message. So, Mm. you know, and not something that like bothers me so Mm -hmm. much. Because it's like a uh, like preaching to the converted kind of thing. Because right. like like I'm down with the politics of Barbie, but you could see like the on the nose like element in the the dialogue really turning people off that need to like hear that message. But I mean, like, is that a fair criticism? I don't know. Uh, Oppenheimer. Uh, to take those words written on a page and perform it in the way that those guys did was like absolutely amazing. Uh, why uh, the two together, like being like a, a cinematic like experience that people are told that they need to go and see together is mm-hmm. marketing genius because they have nothing to do with each other. Uh, I like that idea of uh, the bridesmaids party going to see Oppenheimer after right (laughs) singing a few margaritas. Oh my god! Yo, the industry at large is like doing that so well. Mm -hmm. So I think Doom's been moved back. Oh, I didn't know that. So yeah, it it was going to be November. Now it's like March. So I mean, I mean, I don't know what I'm saying, man. I mean, like, yeah, come on. Shall we? Yeah. Let like, who wants to hear us? (laughs) What what a fucking intro. Right. Well, so because this is a, a short and sweet, uh, podcast um we actually were submitted uh, a handful of folks submitted us some guest questions and we are sans guest uh because again my life has kind of exploded recently um <laughs> you see me like you know and this is the benefit of being live on camera live i'm rubbing my hands together like i'm on a quest for fire because <laughs> People's questions like scorch me like the sun. I love it. There's nothing like it. <laughs> well, so I like uh, this question from Andy because it's kind of silly. Uh, okay. Which Mario Bros. character would make the worst roommate? Discuss. <laughs> Oh my god! Right. 
I feel so like it's one of the Wario brothers. It's Waluigi. Waluigi? Okay. Yeah, imagine, like, say, like, every time you're, like, cooking a meal and it's, like, just about to be complete, he puts his head around the door and goes, like, you're, you're like, garnishing the parsley over the top, like, you're doing that whole mm-hmm. little something, something. And then out pops this head as you're getting, like, the perfect plate out. And you go, ah! And then, like, let's take it a step further. Like, you've you've just been on a camping vacation with your, like, significant other's parents. Mm. And so you've been scared to, like, break wind even, <laughs> let alone shit in the woods the whole time. <laughs> you were not you the bear that was get... shitting in the woods. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I'm not the Pope either. And, and <laughs> you, you get home. And you caress the bowl after a week away, uh, eating nothing but tater tots and uh, like fucking s'mores. And your ass finally touches the bowl, and you're ready to like drop, like that ultimate drop. And then all of a sudden, round the corner, And you're like, ah, oh. and then picture the scene. You're getting your cable fixed. And the cable guy comes over. You know, the AT&T guy, as I understand it, the, that's how you Americans roll. The AT&T <laughs> guy comes over. <laughs> and say, like, hey, hey, bunny, I'm going to fix your cable. You're like, I've been waiting up. Fucking six hours, you asshole. And you're like, hey, don't worry about that. He's finally fixing your cable. You get down there. You see your roommate's head, like, popping out. <laughs> Big, <laughs> you know, slender face, like a horse, mm-hmm. like a purple horse. And you're like, ah. You get the false one, you knock him back. Like, not this time, motherfucker. And he's like down there fixing the cable. And then just as, you know, you're seeing cow and chicken reruns again right. on your screen. And then ah, the AT&T guy is now dead. He's on the floor. You go like, well, look what you've fucking done now. You fucking asshole. Why, why, why does this always happen? Why to me? Why to me? Wow. And then you've got to dispose of the body with him. And like, you, so you're driving in the car and the body is in the trunk. And Waluigi is in the back seat trying to throw it out the back. It's not a blue shell, you fucking asshole. (laughs) See, I almost worry that Mario would be the worst roommate. Because, think about it, main character syndrome. Mm. Like... Like where yeah. Waluigi is just like annoying and like chaotic and just like pops up out of nowhere. Mario is just like, ah, oh, yes, I'm here to save the princess and I'm just going to kill everyone along the yeah. way. Like, yeah, I, right. 
I kind of worry about Mario's sanity sometimes. I mean, well, because there's a there's a TikTok sound that that's going around um, talking about a hero uh, a hero would sacrifice you to save the world, um, uh, but a villain uh, would watch the world burn for you. And I'm like, you know, I, I'm curious about what all Mario would actually do to save Princess Peach. Cause uh, mm. that's, that's, that's rough dog. <laughs> that's, that's pretty rough. Yeah. I, you know, it's, it's definitely something. Yeah. Mm. I, I think Mario, I think Mario would be the worst roommate. Yeah, if Mario was a dog, he'd do, like, girl dog ways. Mm-hmm. Like, pisses. Like, he'd sit down, piss. <laughs> Whereas, like, Luigi would, like, cock his leg. Like, <laughs> up, a, up a priceless vase. <laughs> I feel like Luigi would just be such a... He'd be like, I'm so sorry for my brother. Here, let me just clean up all of this mess. Yeah. All of these messes. He's like... Yeah, no, short man syndrome. Uh, yeah, Napole- Napoleon type, if yeah. you will. I <laughs> don't. Uh, so, Andy, there's your answer. Um, <laughs> whatever. Well, <laughs> yeah, whatever that was. I mean, mm. uh, tangents is what we do. So we've got one from Lila. Um... Jobless. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite genre of music? And what is your, I'm assuming, current favorite song? Oh. Favorite genre of music? Mm-hmm. I'll let you go. Well, so, so I've been, um, at time of recording, I've been photographing uh, some shows recently, like some metal shows and... um. So I've been getting really back into heavier music again. Um, mm-hmm. And um, I don't really have a, a favorite song right now. I've been also really sliding back deep into yeah. nerdcore rap. Um, and yeah. Uh, and there's there's one of those that really just like I've really enjoyed the flow of it um because if you know the anime uh then like the the rap makes sense but even without it you're like okay no this is actually a really good rap he's got a really good flow all these lyrics like if you get a little context makes so much sense and I'm just like uh-huh these bars are fire and I'm upset that I enjoyed this so much <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Anything where it says like, if you know the anime, right? It's still, it's still fine. With yeah. Uh, I'm. Yeah. That's kind of where I'm at. But um, I've been really getting back into um, metal again. Mm. So you can't fuck with metal. Mm. So like, when you say metal, I mean that's quite a. A broad uh, umbrella to kind of bring up. So it's 
It's very what? broad. Um, it's everything from uh, deathcore to soft boy metal. Like I'm, I'm what? just, I'm in. Uh. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So when people say metal to me, like I know it means all these things, but like I can't help but like be like, well. We're saying metal, we're saying Black Sabbath, we're saying right. Deep Purple. And I'm guessing that's not what you're saying. So you're no. saying, you're saying like, yeah, more on the recent side. Yeah. And I have been like dipping back into like classic rock and stuff too recently. Um, mm. I just, I had fallen in such a musical slump that I was listening to the same things over and over and over again. And finally I was like, I'm photographing shows. Let me listen to these bands that I'm going to go photograph. And then I found I really enjoyed it. And so I've started expanding, uh, expanding my, my playlists again. Yeah. And just kind of listening over your, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, for me, yeah, completely get that for me when I'm not checking out new stuff. That's a sign that, like, mentally, like, <laughs> I'm not very well because I'm like, you comfort listening. It's the same thing with watching, like, old movies that you know really well. Uh-huh. Right? So, um, when you're checking out new things, uh, and that's, you know, always try and check out new things because I think it, that's part of the process that, makes you feel well and i think that's part of why i'm finding this question super difficult to mm. answer because it's like favorite genre big yeah, question you're not a, a a single genre guy though yeah like even in the music i make i think like there's several things in like a piece right mm-hmm. uh I guess, like, right now. Progressive. I, I kind of had a feeling that's where you're going, which makes bit, sense. bit proggy, yeah, yeah, mm. which is, like, kind of lame, but it's, like, a very specific uh, lane of progressive. Mm. Well, and I heard um, recently a quote that someone put out there that... <sighs> when you're in a good place, you just enjoy the music. Uh, mm. When you're in a bad place, you under, you really enjoy the lyrics. Yeah, that's maybe true. Eh? And I was like, okay, you don't have to call me out like this. Uh, fucking rude. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. Interesting. And I found that was true because I, um, on a recent work trip, I was having a really bad day. And I was listening to a song and I was just vibing with the words. And then I was like, oh, oh, I understand why I'm vibing with this. This is a problem. All right, we're going to we're going to fucking fix this. We're going to fix this. It's going to be great. I'm going to have a good time. Fuck. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I get that. hundred uh, percent. You know, might be the surprise to everyone, though, that I am terrible at hearing like or. or remembering words when I listen to music. Like I it just does not for some reason does not compute for me. Oh. So I just hear like for me it's like textures. 
and interesting the, the texture of it so when i hear a piece of music like what i hear is like like so i'll listen to it like mechanically i'll listen to each component part and how it how it kind of like builds to the whole so but yeah i get what you're saying i think there's like a grain of truth in that that mm-hmm. yeah like sometimes i get really into listening to all these component parts i get lost in it and maybe that's just like whoa i'm going to fucking hard into this thing <laughs> well that's i was um uh a friend of mine tire he he and i were talking music the other night and uh he asked me if i had listened really to the doom soundtrack and i hadn't listened to a whole lot of it the new doom eternal soundtrack a few years old at this point but um so he sent me bfg division and i was listening because there are no words i was listening to it technically and mechanically Mm -hmm. and the only parts that repeated themselves were small sections. There was no piece, no like seconds of that song that were identical to different parts. Mm-hmm. There were different, you know, like the baseline was the same, but nothing else was the same or like it's, it was so good. Um, and so I literally until 12 o'clock last night, was working and just blasting the doom eternal soundtrack in my ears while I'm doing shit for my after school day job. <laughs> so you're saying your favorite song is the thong song. Uh, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Sir. Yes, sir. I am. Uh, that is uh, 100% true facts. Uh- <laughs> it's just got like a, like a, like a real texture to it. It's, it's like uh, eating a, a, a grisly steak. <laughs> no, uh, uh, completely not to undermine what you said. Completely mm-hmm. get that. Love yeah. that. So it's it's nice to still be watching things on TV or like watching like stuff on streaming services, watching TV shows and stuff, and still enjoying music mm. and not be like super like focus on one or the other, which has been right. so nice. Um, I've actually been like watching full episodes of shows and shit. So, uh, you know, look at this, like, you know, be proud of me. <laughs> you know, some people might not know what a big step that is, but like, oh. mm-hmm. you know, and here's something we've not said. Uh, two years we've been doing this. Fuck. Yeah. And uh, yeah, in those two years, I think this is the first time that you've ever had the chance to do that. Yeah. <laughs> and it's it's I mean, not been because I'm trapped on a plane and like can't work on other things. It's yeah, <laughs> taking some time. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, like we can't all be like me, like sitting around. Uh, like, uh, like <laughs> imagining they're going to quote me in the reception uh, tab in a 
movies Wikipedia arc or like, a, <laughs> like Roger Roger Ebert. Druid Knowledge gave uh, the Hurt Locker two empty wine glasses. <laughs> and what did he say about it? Ah, it's not the fucking Fourth of July. <laughs> Mm. Oh my you know, God. Uh, you know, we're here live, and you can see us on camera. I really hope people are appreciating how how much face acting that I'm doing behind the scenes. Mm. the The thing that I love about this is uh, I'm behaving just about the same as I always do, can on camera or off camera. When we're recording, I'm still vigorously like nodding and like rocking my chair and rolling around and just like a, a toddler waiting to get their hair cut. <laughs> yeah. Like, and, you know, here's the insult. I'm like an Italian grandmother waiting for a dinner to be finished. Like every time they're saying, I'm like, I'm like come on. Right. <laughs> come on. You, you've not rested the pasta long enough. Right. Oh my god. Um, I'm gonna uh, keep on the music theme, though. Xenos okay. hit us with uh, a question: Which version of "Come Together" is better, the Beatles or Aerosmith? What the Beatles? As I was gonna say, the I I feel like the Beatles is uh. Like absolutely one hundred percent. Oh, yeah. Like I mean, like I don't know if Zeno's is like still with us right now. Uh, well, he's just redeemed an H two hose. So yes, I'm gonna, get, I'm gonna get so. But like, come on, like Aerosmith is shit. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> As I've gotten older, the the, the more yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I mean, there are some very, you know, iconic songs, but Aerosmith was not. Uh... Nah, not, you know, well, yeah, exactly the same as you when I was a kid, like they were so cool. But then I think of Walk This Way with Run DMC and I see like. Fred Durst in leg warmers, man. Like, it's just oh, yeah. shit. Yeah. It... And now it's time for an ad break. Hey, listeners, Ginger here. Uh, just wanted to say thank you so much for listening to the podcast. Uh, we've really made an effort to try to up the quality of the podcast in all forms. And I just want to take a moment and say thank you. And a special thank you to our wonderful patrons over at our patreon um if you'd like to support us and help us make even more improvements and make this podcast even better please consider go checking out our patreon patreon.com slash ginger talks uh we have a couple of different tiers um where you can get priority access for guest questions as well as hear episodes of little snaps which is our patreon exclusive where we take stuff that's been cut out of the episode and put it out on Patreon just for you. If you would like to hear the first episode of Little Snaps, you can actually listen to it for free exactly where you're listening to this podcast right now. So 
thank you so much. And uh, big thanks to our patrons. Without you, we wouldn't be able to do this. Uh, so Andy asked us uh, our dream podcast celebrity guest. Uh, ooh. Dream podcast celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. Uh, no, you go first. Come on. I, for me, it's it's somebody like maybe someone a little bit um, bigger in the music industry or uh, a bigger. Like a bigger streamer. Um, I. Uh, Toast is going to laugh at me, but I've really enjoyed um, a lot of like Will Neff's content um, because Will Neff, uh, he used to work at BuzzFeed a million years ago, but Will has worked for G4. Um, Will does some amazing productions and I really enjoy Will is one of those people who will sit and talk about the, the way a movie is made and the way like the soundscape works with the visual imagery and why this scene is cut off at this point. Like he's so fucking passionate about that shit. And I would love to just sit and to and talk to Will Neff about that kind of stuff. Because okay. it's all it's also music, it's also like just the the whole thing. I feel like it would be just such a fun and he, slightly chaotic yeah. experience. He has that point of reference that maybe would fit in with what we do. I won't lie to you, it's a very grounded choice. Mm. The thing is, so, is wh- I don't think it could ever happen. Uh I would say if you wanted to me to pick like a celebrity celebrity, um, I would say, um, Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Jeffrey Dean Morgan. Mm-hmm. So interesting. Because. Why? He had so he owns a liquor company. He's an actor. Rides motorcycles. Um lives on a farm. Mm. Just fucking just, you know, he is who he is. He says what he says. He stands by his shit. And he'll also like he's the kind of parent that if I was ever a parent, I would love to be like that. Um where like yeah. if his kid says fuck, okay, why do we say fuck? All right, that's a good reason. Like, <laughs> <laughs> you know, like not shying away from from anything like that. Um, and he's a really good conversationalist. He's very intelligent while still being authentically himself and swearing and uh, just like not giving a shit. Yeah, and I enjoy that. And I believe he's uh, attractive so that helps who who is it this there's someone that like who's his doppelganger there's someone in hollywood oh do you know what i mean 
Mm. You know what I mean? There's someone who is the actor that looks exactly like Jeffrey Dean Morgan, and like I would have had this information to hand at one point. However, at this time of day, certain things. I have no idea who this dude is. Yeah. Javier so, Bardem. Javier Bardem. Holy yeah, fuck! You know, you know him. Oh my god! James Bond villain. Oh my fucking god! He, he was in uh, No Country for Old Men. Uh huh. Oh my god! You see how alike they look. This is insane. Like the same person. Yeah. Well, kinda. Oh my god. So He's weird, right? Married to Penelope Cruz? Shit, dude. I mean, lucky boy. God damn. Yeah, it, this is, is wild. I mean, it looks almost identical. Uh, verbatim, same person, right? The It's the tip of the chin that is that makes them not have the exact same face. They've, they've got the smolder. Mm-hmm. Right. And the eyes and the cheekbones and the mm. back of the jaw are the same. Oh, my God. It's fucking wild, dude. I, I think the only thing I've actually seen Jeffrey Dean Morgan in uh-huh. is Watchmen. Okay. So the rest of it is like, yeah, alien to me. I don't know. Oh, he played Negan in The Walking Dead, which... Yeah, which I've never seen. Have you seen P.S. I Love You? No. Oh, okay. Um, so, like, yeah, yeah, I'm just like a... Yeah. Um, <laughs> no, you're fine. The the thing that I... Jeffrey Dean Morgan, he's very aware. Of, uh, he's very aware of everything. Mm-hmm. And he just kind of just, like leans into it, does what he wants while still just being a good fucking guy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And, and so we, we like good fucking guys down here mm-hmm. on the podcast. Jeffrey mm-hmm. D Morgan. Yeah. I'll allow it. Fuck. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I'm going to go a little bit different to that in my choices. Uh huh. First Joe Rogan. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Just so I can see the look in his eyes when I fucking take him down. When I threaten to when fight say, him again. When I say, Cadre, it's you and me. <laughs> Only one of us is going to walk away. <laughs> Uh, uh, yeah, so first up, we've got Joe Rogan, and then that's going to be followed by uh, any famous... Like, obviously not, right? Um, any famous person. Can I offer an alternative to Jeffrey Dean Morgan? Yeah, please. Dave Grohl. Yeah, the nicest guy in rock. Dude, I would also love to sit and have a beer with Dave Grohl and eat some barbecue. Mm. 
Yeah, yeah, and you you would have a good time. Absolutely. You would have a good time. Yeah. And he would he would see to that. Mm-hmm. So Dave Grohl's a really good answer. I, oh, I my God. You oh can steal God. it if you want. No, because, like, uh, what is it? Uh, I've been known at, like, social gatherings to, like, hang out in the bathroom, like, in the boys' bathroom, like a goblin, <laughs> at, like, 2 a.m. in the morning. And, like, everyone that walks in, uh, I'll go... Do you like the Foo Fighters? I love it. <laughs> and they go like, what at first? And they go, do you like the Foo Fighters? And if they say yes, I'll say, more like the Poo Shiters, am I right? Have they made a single song that you enjoy more than Nirvana? And yeah. nobody can say that yes, they have. Because, A, you can let it go to waste. You may love it, but you hate the taste. But you still ain't smelling that Dean Spirit, brother. I like the Foo Fighters more than Nirvana. You're lying. No. No. So there's... What? Nirvana has the hooks. Nirvana is, is very, very good music. However, I... And and Kurt, very talented lyricist. However, I don't get the variety uh, from Nirvana as the Foo Fighters. I feel like Nirvana would have just been the same type of sound the whole way. Where the Foo oh. Fighters don't. Not every song sounds relatively the same. And I know I'm, I'm like- starting a fight, but. I'm like sat forward for uh, anyone that's like listening and can't say I'm sat forward like it's a sports game. Mm-hmm. Because I've literally dined out on the fact that in public bathrooms, instead of exposing myself, I called the Foo Fighters the Poo Shires. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. I, well, I, I know, controversial okay. yet brave opinion. Uh,. But that's my it, and it's my opinion. The Nirvana, fantastic. But I, I've never. You, you know how? Like I've asked this question to like countless people. Really? And you're the you're the first. That just means I'm special you, and unique. You, you, you were like <laughs> sitting under my nose the whole time. Mm-hmm. That's the thing I can't like. Mm. And I'm not discrediting Nirvana at all. Not discrediting Nirvana. I well, just. No, no, no. You uh, find me someone that can listen to a Nirvana album and know all of the words to all the songs. And not just their greatest hits. Oh, yeah. But but that's the thing. There's so (laughs) few of them. Oh. They like the radio plays. They don't like the deep cuts. What are we talking? Foo Fighters, deep cuts. No one's ever heard them. 
I, in my family, you have. Uh, well, I believe I'm going to sign this. Oh. But we're going to have to agree to this. <laughs> and that's, and that's okay. And that's okay. Uh, I will respect your opinion. I may not agree, but I respect it. Also, you know, uh, I was friends with someone uh, at one point who was really obsessed with Nirvana to the point that she wanted a relationship like Kurt and Courtney, and she wanted to be Kurt. Oh. Kind of tarnishes it. I finally, yeah. after nah. about 10 years, I'm finally to the point where I can listen to Nirvana again and not like become enraged. Uh, yeah yeah okay so like i'm a little biased i'm a little skewed however uh nirvana is good i enjoy nirvana um but i just like the foo fighters more talk to me in six months and it might be reversed okay yeah right to be fair i don't i don't listen to nirvana because like i listen to him too much mm -hmm. it's cool so it's like, yeah, whatever. I don't, you know, real motherfuckers listen to Soundgarden anyway. I, fuck, man. <laughs> Good old Soundgarden. <laughs> yeah, like, I'm, I'm, I'm like almost uh, by proxy answering the genre question. Right. Like, <laughs> right. Soundgarden. Tag. Mud honey, man. That was the Seattle scene. I mean, and that's just how it was back then, you know? Right. Bands with a punk sensibility coming out of Seattle. Uh, but they also had the 70s metal in there. And you wouldn't believe, you know, when those two came together, uh, you know, that was magic, you know? And we had the 80s hair metal scene out there, and they weren't ready for that grunge explosion, right? <laughs> you know, and, you know, and that was really amazing. And I think Kurt uh, really tore down the walls and made music for the people again, you know? <laughs> uh, and, and, of course, uh, you know, we're in the early 90s, so a big progenitor of that was uh, MTV, you oh. know? And, of course, the video... Right. You know, that was all important in that process. <laughs> yeah. This still doesn't answer the current question that I realized we diverted so heavily from your dream podcast celebrity guest. Uh, I'll, 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 uh, I'm really struggling with this one because like, I don't want to talk to any. Anyone that I admire in right. any way, shape, or form. So, uh, well, that's why I picked people that I don't necessarily admire, but someone I'd like to sit and have a beer yeah, with. Yeah, someone I'd like to have a beer with. This is going to sound like really stupid, and I don't even like his music that much, but I think Matt DeMarco would be a great. <laughs> okay. Okay. Uh, didn't expect that, but okay. I don't even like him very much. <laughs> but, uh, like, do you know what? Like, this question's like kind of a moot point, and the reason for that is, if you'd asked me that 
in season two, my answer would have been Roy Malloy, and we right. got him. Right. So we we've already had like my dream podcast guest on. That's I was gonna if you didn't say it, I was going to be like, well, but I think there was like maybe five episodes from season one to when we had him on where I was just like singing their praises. Uh-huh. We we've already had him. Yeah. Yeah. I mean what a nice position. What mm-hmm. position to be in really. Yeah, I, between Joe Rogan and uh, Roy Malloy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, like, yeah, well, well, Joe Rogan, that's like ordering a punching bag on Amazon Prime. Right. Yeah. He's like, um, Fun fact, going to divert real quick. Did you know that Amazon, at least here, will do overnight deliveries for you? Hey, Ginger. No, I didn't. <laughs> Hey, is that a new sponsor I'm hearing right now? No, but Amazon, please sponsor us. I So I bought a new phone yesterday. And I ordered a case screen protector and a new car charger for it. And I was going to get my phone when I knew I could put a case on it and everything because I'm very hard on my stuff. I drop things a lot. And I ordered it on off Amazon because I knew it would have a quick turn time. And it was cheaper. And they were like, oh, would you like overnight delivery for between 4 and 8 a.m.? And I was like, I'm yeah. literally going to have it when I wake up in the morning before going to work. Uh, Sure. So I went yeah. and bought a new phone yesterday. And for like 12 hours, my phone was just raw dog in life until uh, <laughs> I got up and got my case and screen protector and put it on. Absolutely hate that. Uh, <laughs> You're <laughs> welcome. Uh, can, can you just give me one second? Yeah, of course. Yeah, Tim will edit this out, but people can see how the uh, sausage is made right now. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, one sec. I'll be right back. Okay. <laughs> Mac, Ooh. hello? Hey, fucking nice. Fuck yeah. Um... I did a little plug for uh, the merch and the Patreon. Kind of gave some sneak peeks at some tier pricing and mm. uh, some things that are coming. Give us your fucking money. Yeah. Simple uh, as that. Mm-hmm. Um, so we will grab... Uh, we'll grab this one because I think this would be an interesting, uh, an interesting one. Zenos asked, what inspired you to want to be a teacher? Oh, my God. Uh, I think, like, it really started from maybe, like, as cynical as it sounds, like, a lack of knowing what else I could do with my time Mm. and my knowledge. But then as I got into it, it became apparent that, the things that motivated me to do it were perhaps the idea that I could share something with people. Mm. I could share like a worldview. You know, in a way, why we, why we do this, right? Right. It's like, uh, 
And also, like, I'm a big nerd, especially when it comes to books and literature. Mm-hmm. So uh, I think there was an element of that as well. And especially when I became more kind of encompassed in that, like, uh, especially, like, working at colleges and things like that, I realized that I had a level of expertise and in in my field, but then also like a level of relatability with people that were from like difficult backgrounds. I could give like a higher standard of education to people that maybe wouldn't otherwise get that. I think that like you know that's the that's the string to my bow, really. So. Nothing funny, nothing majorly entertaining. I think it was literally it came from what else can I do right now? Yeah. <laughs> and uh yeah, it was it was realizing that it was something that I was like half decent at that made me stay. Well and from working in a in a college town at least here in the states anybody who does anything with english literature their only track is to either get a phd or become a teacher or both yeah yeah and and for those that don't know i'm kind of in a weird space where i'm in like the middle of those things mm. uh yeah which is i mean I still find it very, very cool that, you know, uh, knowing so much about your, your job and, and everything, um, and kind of what you got going on with that. I, I just, I find it very cool and very fascinating, especially because I work in the education field too, technically. Yeah. Here we are together, right? Troubadours. could you when we started this it was right after i started this job we started talking before this was my before my day job was my full-time job yeah we've got this kind of weird common ground that we never expected we'd have right right we just Uh, met listening to emo music on (laughs) getting dj'd on twitch and (laughs) yeah fucking talking teaching and shit This is the like magic thing about it. like two years later, like endured like longer than like some things you do in your life. Crazy. I was talking to someone the other day, and she was just like, "Oh yeah," because I said something about streaming, and she goes, "Yeah, all these COVID streamers." And I was like, "Honestly, I'm one of the few COVID streamers that I know that has like stuck to it as hard as I have." And she goes, "I didn't know that was actually a thing." I said, "Oh yeah." There was a huge boom uh, in Twitch usage because of COVID. Uh-huh. Yo, and this, this is something that we spoke about a lot in the first season, right? Because it was like left, right, and center. Everyone knew everyone, and it was purely because of COVID. Yeah, I mean, that's um, literally it. I wouldn't have gone on Twitch. I wouldn't, like, we wouldn't be doing this. I... I would have probably eventually pushed myself to to create, but I wouldn't have. I don't think I'd be as successful if it wasn't for COVID. 
Oh. Well, you know, that stream of people that came in and then you've got those that kind of stick around to the absolutely crazy. I mean, like the fact that, you know, the embers of any of that exist today. Yeah. You know, especially this, like, whoa. And, you know, real life does get in the way of, like, the schedule we used to have, but, like, oh, it, it, you know, you realise there's something you love doing, so you're like, fuck it, I'll make time for it. Like, right. And that's, you know, that's the thing is, you know, I enjoy this. I, I've i talked about it, but mm. I wanted to make content for almost 10 years before I actually pulled the trigger and started doing it. Mm. Uh, and it took the pandemic and a, and a really bad storm at work and just like all these things just kind of falling in place. And like, I love it, man. Like, yeah, yeah, 100%. What a sense of community is like really cool. Mm. And I think at the core, like, I enjoy the positive impact on people. So, like, no matter what I do, I'm, I'm going to try to make a positive impact. And I feel like that's the same for you. You just have a little bit more direction on how you make your positive impact. <laughs> well, uh, well, yes and no. <laughs> Pretty scatterbrained, isn't it? I mean, like. Yo, uh, we we were talking about, you know, oh, why are you getting into teaching? Imagine if this guy was your teacher. Right? <laughs> <laughs> it's a, a difficult road, a very strange, uh, you know, a few strange classes in your life where I'm just like yelling, <laughs> like yelling at nothing. Um, yeah, crazy man. Crazy. I mean, the whole, the whole, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Versely, uh, imagine me as your daily like classroom teacher. Right. Yeah. Well, like, I, I would have loved that. I think you're very, you, you know, you, you're good in that way. I could imagine learning from you. I've learned from you. I mean, I. I do, it's funny because I'm writing a presentation to give at a conference and I basically scrapped my entire old presentation to write a new one. And, uh, like, I haven't had to write something like this, like write it, write it. And I don't even know how long. And I'm like, how the mm. fuck do I even do this now? What am I supposed to be doing? How does this work? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but you, you'll find, like, as an adult, you're, like, better at those things than you ever were before. And It's a struggle. Yeah. It's a fucking struggle. We're not all... We're right. Not all, we're not all penmen, are we? Uh, but, yo, know, it is what it is. I mean, like... The thing is, like, if you were to go through high school now with everything that you know and a wealth of experience behind, like, behind you, mm-hmm. it would be it. Like, you, 
you must look back on those times where you were like, oh my God, that was so weird in that moment, or I didn't grasp that. And you'd be like, well, if I did it today, like, it's nothing. And I, I think that all the time because, like, I teach high school kids. Right. And I see them, like, you know, even the cool kids are losers at high mm-hmm. school. So if anyone that can hear my voice is, like, ever hung up on the fact that they were, like, not cool at school or something like that, as a high school teacher, I'll tell you the coolest kids and the most well-regarded kids at high school are just... Like they <laughs> fucking assholes, and nobody knows anything. Uh, mm. You are the person you are now, and you're righteous in that. Like fuck the rest. Well, Absolutely. and that's fuck the rest. I think the one thing that I bring to everything is I can relate to anybody, anybody oh, yeah. in any situation whether i've been through something similar i've been mm. through the same thing or i can just be like you know yeah. I've never experienced that but i can understand how that like is a thing and how that like makes you who you are the way you are and i think that's the only reason i would be a good teacher or like yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah. like that's my thing and like so i've been really like that's been like, I've been thinking about that real heavy because I was working on that presentation last night, listening to the doom eternal soundtrack. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And, and that's like, that's your context folks. Like who's on the pedestal. Like it's that person listening to the doom eternal soundtrack. Like nobody knows what they're doing. Right. Right. That's your teacher. You know, you know, people that learn English from me, like, you know, they're learning English from me, but I'm also like drinking red wine right. at half four. Uh, <laughs> uh, on Twitch. Right. Like, uh, I guess like the crux of what I'm trying to say is that, 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 that there's no hierarchy. People are just people. Mm-hmm. Uh, human beings are fallible. And understanding that is like a big part of being like healthy getting through your day and as a teacher what i offer to that is that i'm like the big lebowski (laughs) right okay whatever the fuck man yeah uh lila uh a says hello and also um has put in the chat everything is an illusion which uh, i mean i mean like yeah yeah well and so it's just, I don't know, it's crazy to to think about it. Like, uh, the people who have listened to the podcast from the very beginning know what the first season of the podcast was like. And, like, it it's funny because if you don't know teachers, you don't know, you don't understand how like hard teachers can party and how many of them are actually like big fucking burnouts who just made it through college and got their certs. And like, Thank you. <laughs> like, like you never know. And you never like really like get it <laughs> until you see it. And then you're just like, Oh fuck. Yeah. That's who's teaching our youth. Uh, I bet. <laughs> uh, like, well, I'm feeling like 
quite attacked right now. No, not at all. Not at all. <laughs> because burn, these fucking burnouts. No, because working with a meeting tens of thousands of teachers in the last year and a half and the number of them who are just like oh no once my last session is done i'm going to go find the weed shop and i'm going to be walking around double fisting white claws and i'm like yeah good job honey <laughs> enjoy your working vacation like <laughs> yeah well you know who'd have thought the college experience equates to being that person right, right. my my siri uh just heard the word rap uh and so it started writing a rap (laughs) (laughs) the number of times siri tries to interrupt the pod recordings is fantastic i think that's the like the most like like intrusive Oh. <laughs> the little the little like mouth cover that was so oh. cute <laughs> welcome to your teacher <laughs> fucking hate. I'm, like, I'm like trying to be like all pithy and fucking deep and then I'm like <laughs> no well let's wrap this up with one one final question from the decilio man a food that you've been craving recently. Food for thought. Okay. No. <laughs> okay. Uh, not what I was expecting. No. Uh, you know, grains, mm. proteins, uh, B12s. I've been craving mashed potatoes. Oof. I've been craving rosemary gravy. Oh. I've been craving graham crackers. Mmm. <laughs> I'm I'm enough, kind of hungry, so don't mind me. <laughs> enough with the I've been craving a large Papa John's pizza to myself at one a.m. Uh yep. Mm-hmm. I've been craving General So's chicken on the bone. Obviously, <laughs> I don't make me do this. Uh, so uh, I've been craving um. Indian food. Uh, Indian food. Uh huh. Haven't had Indian food uh, in a very long time. To, get yourself down to Birmingham, mate. I know. I know. I expect yeah. a very good Indian food when I come to visit. The best. Just honestly, oh. the best. That's why I don't crave it because I sweat it. <laughs> yeah. Uh Indian food and a good 
because I haven't had one in so long, a really good just like steak with mashed potatoes. Uh, I I will make it myself. I don't like to go out uh, and get steak you don't go somewhere. Out it's it's so expensive. Like cheapest steak yeah. is sixteen dollars, and I'm just like mm, I can go buy a cut for like yeah, eight or ten. That is so true, though. Like, like, why do we put people that cook steak on a pedestal like they're some kind of fucking meat wizard? Well, I mean, okay, I will uh, justify this as someone who used to to like cater large events and stuff. It's you've got to do it right, or you're wasting product, and I get that, but. If I can just make it at home and not have to let my evening be all peopley, uh, mm. like, and just I know that if I fuck up the steak, that was on me, but I'll still eat it. Whereas if a steak is truly messed up at a restaurant, then we'd be like, yeah, no, it, it like. I asked for medium or, you know, medium oh. rare and you gave me a well done steak and it now tastes like the bottom of a shoe. Like if I fuck it up and make it taste like the bottom of the shoe, then I'll just slather it in sauce and eat it. But at a restaurant, like I know that I'm going to be a little bit more just like, Hey, it was wrong. I'll still eat it. However, like, no, nah, like, I, I don't know. I'm also very cheap. I'm cheap. That's another part of it, too. <laughs> Here we go. Welcome to the Diners, Drive-Ins, and Dives edition <laughs> of the Ginger Talks podcast. We've got Gay Fieri. God. Who actually might be my dream celebrity guest. Oh? It's <laughs> Flavor Town. Well, uh, I, like, I'm sorry, but like, I'm just reading the comments, which is something that Obviously, we can't do normally. Mm-hmm. People have so, like opinions on steaks. Oh, absolutely. Um, uh, I'm a I'm a New York strip kind of gal. I don't. Uh, oh, I'll take any cut of steak, but that's my favorite, just because I don't have to deal with the bone and there's plenty of flavor, and it's not a huge piece of meat. Like I don't. I don't, I had this conversation recently where I'm like, I don't, like, I don't eat a lot of food. I try to eat intelligently. It doesn't always work, but like, I don't eat a lot in a sitting. Mm -hmm. I just, so like people who get these giant fucking like T-bone steaks, I'm just like, no, dude. The Fred Flintstone. Yeah. uh, Yeah. And I know you're not a, a meat eater. <laughs> I think that's the big crux of this conversation. So like, uh, but I just, you know, I don't, I don't get like, I don't get that shit, man. Like, nah, fuck all that. What, what I do get is that when, when I did eat steak, like it had to be like medium rare. Mm hmm. So, yeah, but like, I used to love that shit. The thought of that now is just like, oh, mm-hmm. my, oh my 
God, you animals. Everyone in the comment section can't believe it. Yeah. Um, Kay, uh, friend of the podcast, she, uh, when we were first living together, she had been raised that every piece of meat could not have a single bit of pink in it or else it was unsafe to eat. Right. So she like eating like out of the ashtray. Uh, Yeah. I mean, it was like getting her to eat a steak with a little bit of pink in the middle. uh, And then eventually a burger that was a little bit pink in the middle was like monumental steps. And I'm very proud of her for making those steps and like enhancing the flavors a little bit. I'm very proud of her. Mm. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Great. So Um, you got a food you've been craving recently. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's not steak. I figured. Hey, what? Hey, big boy. Hey. (laughs) Hey. Fucking hell. Steaks are walking. Hey. Hey, that's enough. Yes. Huh? Uh, hey. Hey, big boy. Ah, ah. Fucking Gordon Ramsay, man. Yeah, I'm so glad you knew who that was. Oh, I knew immediately. I just kind of let it go because it it made me smile. (laughs) Ah. It's fucking wrong. <laughs> Calling people donuts and idiot yeah. sandwiches. Just hey, mm. I'm fa- I'm father of year. <laughs> You're not even the father of cheese. <laughs> uh, Kay and I uh, back in the day would watch a shitload of Gordon Ramsay. Yeah. Kitchen Nightmares, Hell's Kitchen. <laughs> Um, did uh, like, and even like Hotel Hell and stuff. We were we watched a lot of Gordon Ramsay. Uh, you got deep in it. You got deep in it. Mm-hmm. He 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 like lost it though, man. He's too Hollywood now. So when yeah. he's telling you that the scallops are raw, I'm like, your Botox is raw, bro. <laughs> yeah. Well, and- hey, hey, big boy. Lines in the forehead. Yes. Ah. <laughs> well, so he, um, I watched somebody, uh, I found this YouTuber that I really enjoy. Um, and he does little like 20 minute deep dives on people. And, uh, I'm, I, I really enjoy them. And I watched his one on Gordon Ramsay, which was just kind of interesting. There was, there was a lot that I knew about him, but there was some of it that I didn't know. Um, and I was just like, Hmm, but he didn't touch on the fact that like, I think it was like his dad and his brother, like stole millions of dollars from him and like shit like that. Which is like wild to me. Like I will work with family to an extent like Tim, I love you. I trust you. You're not going to fuck me over. There's family I would not trust to touch anything with, like, any of my money, anything to do with, like, my revenue streams. Like, no, I'm sorry. Not fucking happening, dude. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, oh, like, all the, 
old hillbilly snaps down there. Oh, uh, hey, Ginger, I heard that Twitch money's coming in. Hey, baby. What do you say we'll take this down by you? Hey, you got a charity stream going? Hey, I'll be the uh, foundation manager on that. What do you say, hey, baby girl? I've actually had someone in my family reach out and do that. I'm not. I'm not fucking kidding. Uh, and so it made me start keeping that shit uh, even even more close to the chest when it came to my family. So I'm so sorry that, <laughs> that obviously comedic impression had that, such like, real. That was. Yeah. Not the accent, but the, the conversation, absolutely. Hey, so you, do you collect all of that money for charity yourself and then send it off to the charity? Uh, like, was a question that I was legitimately asked. And I was yeah. like, you will never come near a single penny of mine. I only have like six, mm. but you're not getting us near a single penny of mine. Do you know what you say? Do you know what you say to that person? You are not a person. You're a bucket. <laughs> and if you want that money, I'll slide every dime in there for you, fella. <laughs> Would you like one me to give you all of that money in loose pennies in no. your trailer on the mountain? Cool. No. Hey, <laughs> hey, buddy, do you, uh, do you swipe Amex up that ass? <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, I mean, that's... Yeah, shit's fucking wild, dude. I... I'm, yeah, I'm so glad that... Uh, <laughs> When uh, sword fighting <laughs> with uh, conversational excellence, I hit you in a main vein. I oh, am so sorry. Dude, no, you're it's- good. You're good. Because, see, here's the thing. I laugh about it because, like, I fucking, I know. Like, I'm not, like, it, uh, it that's just part of the gig at this point. Like... <laughs> Like fuck it, whatever, man. <laughs> yeah. A broke clock's right twice a day, right? All right. <laughs> so, um, all right. Before we call this quits, yes, because sir. this is live, because we don't have the opportunity to do this, and because the people seem to have woken up, shall we take one or two from the chat? And then I really am going to have to fuck off. Yes. Uh, yep. Mm-hmm. So, so we'll give him a second. Get in any uh, burning questions you currently have. Uh, and then we'll wrap this. Drew, thank you so much uh, for being just an absolute legend and putting up with my fucking chaos tonight. <laughs> I've done absolutely nothing, my dear. I, like you know, I'm here right now, and I'm like, um, I can't believe in my current state that you've accepted me to uh, actually do this. I mean, I, 
you uh we we've done this a time or two at this hour so <laughs> i knew what i was <laughs> yeah yeah here we go yeah i'm like i'm fabulous darling here we go yes <laughs> Raise so, the chalice to the sky and just let it <laughs> fucking run. <laughs> so Lila uh, gave us this one. What's your favorite or go-to dipping sauce for like nuggies or dippable things like that? Um, probably like hot sauce, like buffalo sauce. Okay. I'm a I'm a barbecue gal. If I can get a spicy barbecue, spicy barbecue. Mm-hmm. Give me a little heat, a little sweet. We have we have we have over here uh, something called reggae reggae sauce. Oh, have you heard of that? No, Arabian spicy barbecue sauce. That sounds very amazing. good. Mm-mm-mm. Ooh. Oh, unparalleled, unparalleled. In fact, I'm changing my answer to that because Well, and I'm a sucker for like soul food and like southern food, which has okay. a lot of like yeah. it's very it's got that influence. Yeah, yeah. Um, God, that sounds so good. Reggae, reggae, so Scotch bonnets, barbecue. The guy was made famous on TV. Because he, like, uh, we had this show called Dragon's Den. Have you ever heard of that? It sounds familiar. So basically, like, all entrepreneurs are in a room. You've, you, like, you can give them a business pitch and they'll, mm. like, invest in your business. Like, it's like a reality show. And this guy was, like, the first success story from that. And okay. the source is actually fucking... Delicious reggae reggae sauce, Levi Roots. That's the name of the guy. Okay. So yeah, became a bit of a, like a UK celebrity. Okay. Uh, yeah, fucking Scotch bonnet spicy barbecue sauce. Oh, there's a, there's a a place about forty five minutes north of me that does Texas style barbecue. I don't really fucking know if it's Texas style or not, but. They have three different barbecue sauces on the table, just like a standard barbecue sauce, a sweet barbecue sauce, and then a hot barbecue sauce, which isn't really all that hot, but it gives just a nice little, just just a touch of a kick mm. on, you know, the whatever you get. Um, I've been known to, like, splash a little bit of it in my mac and cheese, and I'm a mac and cheese purist, but that's okay. fucking delicious. So yeah, have it large. Like yeah, come on. Right. So yeah. Any other last minute uh, questions to pose? Yeah, we'll we'll answer like pretty much anything, and like mm-hmm. I'll answer in like a, a wholly embarrassing way. So please, <laughs> Pern, I'll DM it to you. <laughs> yeah, I. Uh... Ooh, favorite side dish. Um, We've been talking about food for a while. I think chat's hungry. <laughs> uh, favorite side dish. Jennifer. 
I was thinking the same kind of answer and I was debating it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was like the <laughs> Um I mean like what? Like fries? What do you want me to say? Uh, um, I mean I'm pretty basic. Like I have it all in the main, my friend. Um Yeah. I eat like jaws. I just go to Amity Island and I fucking go in there. There's no sides, man. Yeah, just the whole thing. Um I I'm like a like a a sauteed green beans or like a garlic mashed potato or a mac and cheese, like a good garlic bread. Like I like yeah. garlic. Oh, uh, it's kind of kind of obvious. I like garlic. Um Yeah. Anything with garlic is the correct answer to this question. Yes. Basically. There's a a woman I found on TikTok who is, uh, when she was still married, she was the feral housewife, but she is now the feral ex-housewife. And she used to do, like, crockpot recipes where she would put everything in the crockpot and everything always had, like, two giant scoops of minced garlic in it. And it was just like, that's why it's all delicious, ma'am. That's that's flavor time. Oh my god, dude! And she, uh, she's always just like, if you want the recipe, pause, like, pause the video, take a screenshot. I don't care. I'm the moody bitch in the kitchen. <laughs> she fucking cracks me up. She's so fantastic. Um, but I immediately thought of her, just like two giant heaping spoonfuls of minced garlic in this just like crock pot dish of like mm-hmm. carnitas, and it's just like, oh. So I, yeah, garlic, yeah, sign me up. Trick. Yeah, anything with garlic. Yeah, garlic and chili broccoli in olive oil. Ooh, that and sounds I, good. I also do a thing where if I've got, like, nice bread, I'll put, because we grow rosemary here, Ooh. so I'll put, like, rosemary, garlic, olive oil, a little bit of salt, put it, under the grill, mm-hmm. five minutes. You've got it. I will take fresh broccoli and I'll I'll cut it up and put it on a baking sheet with just a little bit of just a little bit of like olive oil and salt and cracked peppercorn <laughs> and just roast it in the oven for a little bit and. It's so good. I've used that same kind of like recipe for making like homemade potato chips. Okay. And just some salt and pepper potato chips. Oh my God. <laughs> I am literally losing my mind right now because <laughs> I've, I, I think this is absolutely hilarious. That <laughs> all of a sudden we're going, <laughs> we're going into detail about like cooking. Which is never a line of where we're going. Um, no. <laughs> people in the chat, well, Pernicious is just saying, I'm salivating right now. And I hope, like, I hope that's partially due to my, like, visible profile. <laughs> it's the first um, time we've seen Druid in, uh, 
in a while. Yeah. 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 Like, <laughs> oh my still, God. Still alive. Not, yes. Not like Zordon. Not just yet. Anyway. <laughs> yeah. Well, Druid, we will. Let's. Are you ready to wrap this puppy up? Looking at the time, yes, I am. Well, thank you so much. And uh, uh, to the live viewers, thank you so much. Uh, it's been a while since we've done one of these, and uh, I've had a blast. It's We don't uh, do lives very fun. often, but it's, it's a good time. Uh, so, Druid, thank you so much. And uh, we'll, uh, we'll catch you in the next one. Yeah, until next time. Thank you, everyone. Yeah. Bye, Druid. Fuck me. Uh,